Hi again, everybody. It's me, JR Man, your official official. How are you? Welcome to your life's work podcast. How you doing? You okay? You survive another week? I'm sure you have. Uh, greetings to all of uh, the good people around the world that listen to the big Your Life's Work podcast. We love you so much. Today, we're, uh, we're pulling my wife in. My wife, Diane, or as uh, a few of you are accustomed well, to saying, Saint Di. Not necessarily because she's a good person, but because she hangs out with me, which makes her a saint. Is that, or are you just a good person? Oh, no, it's because I put up with you. Okay, well, whatever. Now, um, we're going to talk about letting go today, and we're going to particularly talk about the, in, the, in the subject or the category of children, because a lot of you out there, well, I mean, you know, I deal with a lot of, a lot of the peoples, and a lot of the peoples, they have, they have kids, and so they want to talk about letting go. How do you let go of your kids? We'll talk about that, because frankly, I think at a, a lot of times our family, we suck at it. Oh, my gosh, I just sniffed into my own <laughs> ear. It was really... <laughs> It was like I scared myself. Um, hey, just uh, to keep you up to date and keep you posted, so we're working on this book project. This book, book project, the next phase of it is the printing, so we're very, very close. The book is called Year. I will uh, put something up online that you good people may grab it and get it. We're very, very close. I think you're going to be fabulously uh, – I think you're going to like it. It's completely different than any regular book you've ever read. It is a uh, – it's 365 pages – basically bore out of my study last year in a contemplative effort. So it's 365 pages of just really wonderful goodness contemplation. Some of the, and, and it's, it, it harkens back to a, a Hebrew word called login, and the word means phrases or sentences uh, or sayings. So it's 365 kind of sayings or sentences that bear out of my contemplation of my study last year, which I think you'll dig. Uh, anywho, that's the update on that. So keep watching for that. We'll put something up online. Uh, if you want to get it, it won't be, it's not going to be like a hundred bucks or anything like that. It'll be a pretty cheap book to get. So uh, welcome that. Okay. So um, podcast generally it's not like I think about them week to week. So this week there's been like a real run at letting go. So we have a, we have a, what we have a 13 year old. We have a 15 year old. Yeah. We have a 17 year old going on 30. Yes. Going on 18. Mm-hmm. And there's been a massive amount of conversations about like letting go. What is, because I have parents that like sit in front of me and they go, how do we let go of this situation? And so I, you know, again, it's like you preach to the choir, but this is a very difficult thing. Yes. How, where are we in the scale of letting go? To one being we suck at it and 10 being like, hey, those people really let go well. We? Well, I think we right you gotta now. got to get in there. I'm sorry. I'm not used to podcasting. Uh, <laughs> right now we're probably at a uh, five. But we're leaning toward <laughs> moving I think to you're a being generous. well. Okay, two. <laughs> but we're in a definite move right now to move toward more like a nine, eight. Yeah, an eight, seven maybe. I keep sniffing. Yeah, I keep what's hearing. wrong? With I don't know what happened. That's too much cocaine this morning. The um, so you know, for those of you who don't know our situation, we have three adopted kids. All a sibling group of three all came at once. They were one and a half. Three, set, set, six, six, seven, six, se- seven, six. six. And 
so, I mean, when you get three kids all at once, particularly with kids uh, who came out of foster care in an adoptive situation, I, I tend to think that the, the um, causes of control are a little bit different because we battle things in this family that not a lot of families, some families obviously do, um, battle as far as control. But right now we have that movement, that teenage movement of wanting independence, wanting freedom, and a lot of that it comes letting go. It's as easy as like when we were kids, like remember it'd be like, hey, I want to, like you walked down to 7-Eleven. Where did you walk um, down to? Yeah. McDonald's. McDonald's? McDonald's. I hear you, Rochester. McDonald's. <laughs> walk down to McDonald's. McDonald's, Abbott's, which is an ice cream place. But your mom, your is a little different. Like if our kids go, hey, can we walk down to McDonald's? Yeah. Like, like I mean, this we really have to think about that. Yeah, yeah. So th- that becomes the question for the eighteen-year-old because as the seventeen-year-old turns into an eighteen-year-old, there's this thing that goes on in her brain that's like, yo, I'm going to be eighteen, and you people got to take your hands off. Right. So. Yes, yes, right? Of course, there's a way to do that, and there's a w- really way to do that. But, I, but at that point, like you wanna, I want to justify and rationalize <laughs> why I don't want to take my hands right. off because you want to keep people safe. Right. And today, you, there's a lot more going on than when we were kids. I mean, my mom and dad didn't know what I was doing most of the day. Just would leave the house and come back when my dad whistled at dinner, and it's a whole lot different now. So letting go. So, and I agree, and I, and I, but again, I think we tend to sound like our grandparents at, at some point. Like, at some point, we're like, well, you know, wait, <laughs> when we were kids, we just went to the dance, you know? And, yeah. and, 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 and obviously, the internet makes things a little weird, like what we've noticed. Right. Like, we've noticed the kids, if they text or they DM, they're actually in relationship. That's how they right. think. You and I, like, if you touched a girl's boob, you were in relationship, right? You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. at some point, there was, like, you had to have some physical contact. The kids right. today don't have no. to have that. Yeah. No. I find that very strange. It's hard. It's hard because the kids think they know each other when they really don't, but it's hard to get through to them that they have never met this person or don't really know this person. All they know is what they see online or through text or dms and you know it's hard to explain that anybody can be anybody they want through that yeah and so obviously that so so boom huge red flag in control like we want to go no you're not meeting a stranger at starbucks no you're not meeting a stranger at the mall (laughs) like that's just not going to happen so in some senses control is good like there is a level where control would keep people safe or keep people uh, doing, you know, things that won't get out of hand. But in another sense, and I think what we're finally kind of really experiencing is this idea that we have to deal with our fear and we have to deal with our expectations because we're not doing a really good job at just letting and allowing independence and growth and growing up. Would you agree with that or no? Yes, I agree with that. Well, I'm glad you agree with my assessment. Thank you yes. for coming in. Please pay the woman at the front. Um, so, which which leads me, you know, which leads me to go like, you know, people will often ask me, "What's the idea of letting go?" Like, like, what is it? Well, first off, there has to be a humility in who you are. Like, you have to recognize what's going on inside of you. So, I always say, like, 
with Mia, for example, and again, we're very open. You know, there's another podcast, White Dad, Back Daughter, where, where you know, we go, you know, because this family kind of hangs it out in the open for people to see. So on some level, I'm afraid, like if I do my own, you know, little algorithm, if you will, of, of what and how to let go or how to ease into uh, the lack of or you know, how to ease into letting go. It's like I'm afraid at the end of the day that Mia will make big, mm-hmm. huge mistakes that have consequences well beyond today. Yes, I have the same fear. That's where the control lies is that we just want to prevent her from being hurt or having something bad happen. Um, and so we try to control everything, but... The letting go is getting rid of, not getting rid of, but having those fears, but allowing the freedom to let her explore her world and maybe make some mistakes that we can't prevent and letting her learn from them. Which is like, seriously, it's terrifying. It's terrifying at the end of the day. Um, Okay, so, so what ends up happening is this volley in our house, between people who want independence, they want the control of independence, I want to control my own independence, right? And then the people, the adult, you and I, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that are like, well, bullshit, we're going to take over because we're just, we're just afraid that similar alike mistakes that have been made in the past are going to happen again, but at a, at a magnificent, more larger level. So, so we, uh, so we have people that take care of us. You know, Mia has people. We have people. Everybody in the family has a person, <laughs> has a person that kind of wraps around their soul, their their mind, um, and and helps them move move this family forward. So, my person, my spiritual director, if I'm being honest with who it is, um, is really helping me tap in to the desires I have. And am I allowing the desires to reach the surface? Like, am I allowing Mia into my, like, what's my desire? Like, my desire is for her to be safe. And a lot of times I'm not going to go, hey, babe, I want you to be safe or I don't want bad, you know, shit to happen to you. What I do is I allow the fear and the expectation, like, I don't say anything about the expectation. Like, my expectation is that you don't smoke pot. My expectation is that you don't have you know, sex with everybody you see. My, you know, I don't allow those expectations out front because my fears are really captivate me to the point where like, you know, she's like, you know, running a, a drug cartel in Tijuana. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I can go there. I can go like that big and that crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. So then my expectations fly out the window. My fears start to control me and the desires that I have go underground which cause a whole crap ton of angst and problem and opposition between specifically me and I when it comes to like, you know, me just doing those two word quips like, no, no, you can't. Well, why not? Well, because I said, <laughs> you know, like that's the kind mm-hmm. of sentences that go down. How do you, how are you starting to form that in your own mind as a mommy? Is it different? Form, form is it, Well, just like understanding like, hey, how to let go and like how do you balance your fear? How do you balance your expectation? How do you balance the desires that you want? I mean, maybe you don't. Maybe you're not yeah. even aware of the desire. I don't know. Uh, I don't know the answer. I think like, for do you, me. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, just um, I don't know. I don't understand the question. So do you, I mean, do you have, uh, are you aware of the fears enough to know that some of the fears are insane or that some of the expectation that you have on the table when it comes to her moving forward? Like, 
is it like how do you balance like some of that's crazy some of it's not crazy i don't know maybe you're because you're pretty level i mean you're you you can you can make real good rational stuff whereas i get nuts no i think my i think i recognize that some of my fears are a little over the top but i also have been starting to understand that some of the things I don't want her to get into or want her to do or experience, she's probably just going to, and I have to let go and let the consequences of that behavior be her consequences, especially as she rolls into 18. It's like just making sure she knows that those consequences are hers and we're here to empathize in the end. But if there's consequences because of her decisions, they're going to be hers and she needs to know that. So I, guess I'm kind of rolling into making sure she understands that going forward that hey we can't control everything you do now and we can't control really anything you're going to do but if there's consequences behind them they're yours yeah yeah and 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 I yeah and I totally hear that and that's and that's super difficult the so at the end of the day, it's like, you know, as I'm helping people through the same kind of season or same kind of understanding, it's really getting your fear out, like being able to being able to communicate your fear. I'm afraid of X. I'm afraid of Y. And then here's here are the expectations, or maybe the expectations even go before the fear. Maybe my expectation is, hey, you're gonna need to be in by 10, and then it's 10.01, and then my fears go insane, and it's you know, oh my gosh, she's, you know, dying on the side of the road after a, a, a traffic accident. But I think the commonality in all of this to be able to let go and, and particularly parents like out there, like is to, for you to like share in the experience with your kids. And what I'm saying is, is that you allow them your fear, you allow them your expectation, you allow them what you desire, like tell them, like let them know what it is. I find the more I do that with Mia, the more not only do I see her, um, you know, have a bigger centered maturity for me, like, oh, my dad worries about me, like my dad's vested in me, my dad is actively thinking about me, mm-hmm. my dad has the, my safety uh, in, you know, in his mind, and that puts her into a different mindset versus just the opposition of control. My mother, I mean, my mother, I, I, I don't remember... I mean, you and I talk about it all mm-hmm. the time. Like, my mom, I don't remember. Like, I mean, I got my driver's license at 16. Like, I don't think I, I don't think I came back home. <laughs> I've always been gone since that day. <laughs> so I don't ever remember her, like, having these types right. of issues with me. But I also was real F you at a, at, at a, at a, at a bigger level. Like, I, I was like, I don't think she was as involved, which right. leads me to believe, am I involved or am I just overly controlling? <laughs> Yeah, I struggle with that too. I've even told you that I've now thinking about my childhood. How did my mom and dad let go like that and just let us do whatever we wanted? And I just feel like they weren't involved to the point where sometimes I wondered if they cared. But at the same level, I was able to do what I wanted and make some really bad decisions, but then learn and grow up from them. And like, how did they do that without totally worrying about us the way I worry about my kids? And I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> Maybe how they, they did. did it. Maybe no, they I did. just remember they kind of lived their lives and, like, yeah, they were there for me. And when, if anything really bad had happened, they were there. But for the most part, I navigated my own life. But 
I mean, obviously I became a very responsible adult. So I think that that was good. And I try to think back and go, okay, how can I mirror that better for my kids today? So then, okay. So then stop there. What's one, what's one thing that you saw maybe your mom and I grew up in a super, super, I mean, you, you had, I mean, you had a real ethnic kind of a a family. You guys were Italian to the core. You guys were, you know, Sunday dinners, everybody around the table, grandma, grandpas, aunts, uncles on some occasions. Friends, family friends. I grew up in the Irish barn. I was lucky to have a damn cow next to me when I ate. So, I mean, it was like, we didn't have that. So what, like, think about it. Do you remember one way that Tony or Marlene, you know, you saw the active release of control and, and it even could have been toward the end of your mom's life. Like, like, is, was there anything even in your adulthood? Cause you moved away from your mom and that was huge taboo. Mm-hmm. So is there mm-hmm. any one thing that you can point to that? Oh, my mom did that even though she begrudgingly maybe didn't want to. Mm, that's a tough question. I, I mean, the only thing I can think of is when I was a teenager, the curfew my dad was definitely more strict and controlling if there was such a thing, but he had a curfew on me. I remember it was like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock or whatever. And I'd just be over at my neighbor's house. We'd be like watching TV and doing nothing spectacular, but I would call my mom and I had a secret code where I would call the house. And if my dad was asleep, (laughs) he would always fall asleep in his chair. If my dad was asleep, she would let me stay out later if he was awake, whatever the code word what was. What was the Like it was I a word? Remember. But it was a it word? It was either a word or like a phrase. Like she would say, like, snapdragon. No, but I mean, it was more like <laughs> I could tell by what she said that he was awake and I need to come home now. Or he's sleeping, you can stay out till midnight or whatever. Did but Tony ever realize I don't that? think he ever knew because he'd be asleep <laughs> all the time, you know, because he worked long hours and he'd come home and fall asleep in his chair while they were watching TV. And But I knew my mom gave me that freedom and trusting that I wasn't doing anything crazy. You know, I was just at the neighbor's house. And, and we, do you think we have a tendency then at that point to, to think maybe, and again, I don't, I don't put this like adoptive biological family. Like I don't do that. I mean, there's, you know, there's a little bit of that shenanigans I think here and there, but, but do, are we, is our generation or is the generation we're parenting like less trusting or yes, less trustable? Is, might that be a factor? Because my listen, I can't for the life of me tell you one way that my mom or my dad. My dad left the family early, so I didn't. You know, I had, I didn't know what the hell he was doing. But I cannot tell you one methodology or one piece of process that my mom did to let go, other than like she kind of had to. <laughs> like yeah. it was just like, hey, I'm leaving, and she didn't say anything. So, so I'm saying, like, is our generation? More. Or the generation that we're now parenting, less trusting or trustable? Like, are we less mm. trusting? Are they less trustable? Or the, or the other way around? Like, like the phones really bother yeah. you and I. The yes. phones bother you and I because we don't know what the hell's going on on the other side of the screen. Right. So we tend to get fearful, like the boogeyman is on the other side of the screen trying to suck our children, you know, to their demise, so at yeah. some level, there's like a there's like the breakage of like trust going on either with our generation 
Or because I've heard other parents like really bitch and complain about these phones and like how much they're like sneaking around on their phones. Mm -hmm. And I go, well, we kind of did the same damn thing, but maybe it was like a phone call to your mom, like hoping to God dad was asleep. Right. I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's the same. I mean, when I think about the things we did and got into, it's the same stuff. I think maybe we're more aware because we did the stuff. <laughs> well, our, we did a lot of. I, I mean, we did a lot I of stuff. I'm well aware of what can happen very easily, and so I think we're a more aware generation of the things that can happen. And I also do think there are more untrustworthy people out there. There's a lot more crazy stuff going on. I feel like. I mean. Well, Maybe whole, I'm wrong. But. No, 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 no. I, I think the whole nudes and crudes thing is online. Yeah, like, we I didn't think, deal with that. I mean, that was not even heard of, and they think it's nothing. Like, you know, where we had, my dad would have, or my brother, whatever, anybody would have, like, what, a Playboy magazine. Like, ooh, you know, and now it's like you're, neck, you know, everybody's putting their stuff out there, and yeah. it's no big deal to them. So, you yeah. know, definite lines are being stretched into more normalcy than things that we ever would have done. And that plays into the control. That plays into the that plays into the fear. I should yes. I'll take that back. It plays into the fear, which plays into these these crazy expectations that get launched and mounted of like, you know, you, you know, my expectation is, you know, x number of minutes on the phone, hours on the phone. I'm shutting your phone down up up like we've done all this bullshit. We mm-hmm. we've done we've done everything that we possibly can to like pen control at the end of the day, but at the end of the day the letting go process is so much more valuable than than the acts of control are. Mm-hmm. It seems to me because I think as we are letting go of Mia particularly with all of our fears and all the stuff that you and I stay up late at night and talk about before we fall asleep. Like I feel we're gaining her back a little bit or at least gaining a, a more solid understanding of one another versus this like, I don't know, this like cut and run when I'm 18 thing that right. I feel is like on fire. Yeah. All right. Well, very I good. I'm glad that, we solved the problem. No, I, <laughs> I also think that we, for me, I've had to learn that I need to trust God in this. And know that, you know, we've done all we can do for the most part at this point to raise our children the way that we, you know, with the morals and values and beliefs that we have. And we have to, in some ways, let it go and let God work on them himself and trust that he's going to show up too and things are going to be okay. Like, I think we tend to, the control is that, oh my gosh, we have to control everything because we don't, we want to make sure nothing bad happens or nobody gets hurt or, but in a lot of ways we have to let, be able to let go so that, you know, we can let God step in and trust that things are going to be okay, even if something happens. Yeah. And something will happen. I mean, that's all there is to it. So yeah, that's great. God, the whole God thing. (laughs) Don't ignore the whole God thing. No, I I, I agree with you. The uh, occasionally I'll get asked the question about our children's faith. How do you teach your kids the Bible? Do you do they memorize the Bible? Do they do this? And our kids, you know, we don't. We don't have a we don't have a regimented uh, study with the kids. We certainly do not we make did them when they were younger. Well, yeah, we I mean, did when they were younger, yeah, a little Bible, you know, a little Bible mm-hmm. study here and there, but nothing, nothing. Um, 
you know, nothing patterned or nothing, you know, processed. The, it's always been super, with us, super organic based on the conversations that we are all having. And obviously in this house, uh, you know, living with a spiritual director, <laughs> I mean, it can get, it can get deep real quick. So yes, having the understanding, again, the humility to understand who you are, an empathetic view with the other person that says human to human, we're pretty much the same thing going on inside. Um, does matter in the letting go process. But yeah, I agree with you, man. It's like really making sure you have the faith and knowing that there is some security in a relationship with God that says there's going to be a higher awareness and a higher consciousness about your behavior or about who you're hanging out with or about what you're about to step into or out of. So yes, I think that's where people get, because it's not enough to just say, let go, let God. That's right. there's not, that's not enough. I, I can't stand that. Just let go, let God. You have to understand that when there is an allowance of letting go and letting God, that you are raising your awareness and raising your consciousness when it comes to how you're thinking, when it comes to what you're doing and how you're moving through the planet. Um, so yeah, man, I like that. I like that. I like I like that, and I see you actively doing that probably more than I do because I tend to be a little bit heavy-handed uh, as a man. Um, you know, my personality is such that you know, I just want to go out and, and fix that thing real quick and then call it a day and make sure everybody goes home. All right, well, that's great. Um, what do you tell, we got five minutes. What do you, what is your, even though we're, we may be at a two or a three and we were, we're, we're reaching for a 10 or we're reaching for a more healthy understanding, obviously we have, the, obviously we have this experience over 11 years with, with three kids. What's one great thing to pass on to a parent right now who no matter what the age of the child is struggling with those elements or acts of control. What's one of the Diane Mann fundamentals in that? You got one? Why do you come up with these questions? <laughs> you go. I don't know. Uh, well, I think... One thing I would tell parents? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's what, just, just one thing to kind of, like, chill them down, chill them out a little bit. Hmm. Mistakes are going to happen. You can't prevent... You can't control everything your children do, even if you try. Like, they're very sneaky, <laughs> and you need to know that, and just like you were. So try to remember how you were as a kid, I guess, um, a, a because good, sometimes yeah. I tend to forget how sneaky and, I mean, I did a lot can of I stuff. Can I tell on you real quick? No. I'm gonna, can I I'm tell no. on you? I want to tell on you real Why? quick. Okay, never mind. I did a lot of stuff that, you I know, know. and that's probably where the fear comes from, too, is like, but I need to remember... Parents in general need to remember that just as you made mistakes and did things and made bad decisions that you probably regret, so will your children and you can be there for them, but, you know, ultimately help them understand that there is consequences to those decisions or those things and, you know, things will still be okay or you can use them to your benefit at some point. I mean, I, I have often said to people that Mia learns better from her mistakes rather than just listening to us. And, yes, but yeah. that's the best way she learns, unfortunately, but she has learned, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would say for me, this is the idea that you are allowing yourself to be known. So I think the more I allow myself to be known to Mia, Angel, and Zian, the more I take 
the that the, this massive pile of control off the table. Meaning, I just got to let them un- understand what I'm afraid of. Mia, I am afraid of strangers online taking advantage of you. Mia, I am afraid that you'll get in the car with that girl and wind up wrapped around a pole. Mia, I'm worried that you'll be at a party and make a bad decision and, you know, you know, shenanigans will ensue. So uh, the more that I allow my kids into my, that kind of emotional stuff that goes on inside me, my expectations, my desires, my fears... The more they see me as human and the more they're able to understand the love that I have for them and how sometimes it spins very unhealthily, but sometimes it spins healthily and there's concern, there's great amounts of love, there's great amounts of empathy and that empathetic view that I talk about a lot. It's like, yo, we all have to realize that we bleed the same, we cry the same, the same sorrows, the same joys. Um, that are mixing through life. Um, so, okay, so that's letting go. Uh, obviously, there's a larger conversation to have, but we only do 30 minutes on this damn thing, so everybody relax. Um, well, thank you very much, Diane Mann, who's been married to me for 24 years. Um, is your experience with me over the 24 years, where would you rate that? One to 10. 10 being really great, zero being it really sucks. <laughs> rate the marriage, go. That is a terrible question. <laughs> I'll rate you. You're a 10, baby. Oh, you're a 10, too. Oh, I see you're lying now. I'm not lying. lying. Um, Anyways, thank you very much for being my wife. Kiss on the podcast. Um, Thank you, all good people, for listening to the big podcast. We appreciate that. Hey, if you're struggling letting go, if you're in a season where you're just, I don't know what the hell to do with this, that, or the other thing, you can call me. My number's on the website. It's jrmahon.com. I'm a spirit director. This is how we talk in Rochester. I'm a spiritual director, mentor, coach. Uh, I certainly can um, can help you navigate whatever season uh, that you're going through. So, uh, hey, give it a ring. Give it a hit. All the information is on the big website. I promise I'll pick up. Diane, man, you're lovely as ever. We thank you. Um, appreciate you. you. You come. Will you come back maybe? Of course. Yeah, whatever. All right, good people. We love you. We'll see you. Bye. Bye.